Amen. Amen. Let's give Jesus a big hand. Amen. Say, Jesus. What's happening, Rock Church? How y'all doing today? Are y'all ready for, uh, to, to participate today? Are y'all ready to participate today? Very good. Two quick announcements. Next week we are going to have um, uh, Ken Shamrock, who is an MMA fighter. He's 51 years old. I, I know uh, you've already heard this in your announcements, but I wanted to put a punctuation mark on it. I spent two hours with him yesterday. Uh, he's been coming to church here for the last several weeks. He's in town training for a fight against Kimbo Slice. Uh, he's 51, so he's a grandpa in MMA, but he is a rock-solid dude, and uh, he is, his testimony is very, very powerful. And you may not have any idea who he is or even know what MMA is. Uh, just come and bring, it, bring some people that don't know God. Amen? Amen. Yesterday, we had an amazing event down in San Ysidro. We're going to show some slides. We had uh, 40 volunteers from our uh, San Ysidro Church um, campus beautify two schools, Emory Elementary School and Mendoza Elementary School. We want to give a shout-out to the San Ysidro campus, Dave Williams, who was the organizer. Amen. <laughs> want, to, want to give a shout-out to Ida Escalante, Eliana Montagna, uh, Miko Martinez, and Frank Sandoval, who were the uh, organizers of it from our, from our church. They built two sheds, one greenhouse. They painted throughout both schools. They restored and built planter boxes at both schools. They pulled weeds, uh, spread new mulch, wood chips around both schools, and stored new pavers, installed new pavers for garden walkways, uh, hauled away truckloads of ice plant trash and old shrubs. And one of the teachers there who was there for 27 years, was in tears and said, we've never seen such love, and I'll, I'll, I'll read the thing, uh, came in tears at the event uh, and, and said she'd never seen so much love and appreciation from strangers because that's not our school, and uh, was just blessed by it. And 20 high school students from Southwest High School came along, which is where we're going to have our Toys for Joy. They came along and volunteered and spent the day volunteering alongside the church. So uh, let's give our church a big hand for that. Amen. 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 So let's see your Bibles. We got, we, got, we got a rapid fire today. We got a quiz today. Everyone say quiz. Let's see your Bible on three. Say word. word. One more time. Say word. word. Okay, you can put your Bible away. And if you are a visitor, <laughs> we are going to have a quiz today, which doesn't mean we're not going to uh, read from the Bible. We're going we're gonna to review what we've been learning over the last six weeks. So we're going to get in our quiz position, which means to um, put your booty back, which translates into sitting up straight. Look at the person next to you and say, are you ready? <laughs> How many of y'all visitors today? Your first time here? First time here? God, just raise your hand. God bless you. Let's give our visitors a hand. God bless you. God bless you. So, so here's what we do in the quiz. Um, uh, you have a lesson plan, and you can put that away. You can read that for later, later reference. But we've been studying over the last six weeks love languages. We call it, the series is called True Lovers. And we've been looking at the five love languages and how not only is we love each other in those five love languages, but how we love God according to those five love languages. And so what we do at the end of some of our series is we have a quiz where we take at a 30,000-foot level a high-level uh, rapid review of what we've learned. And the goal when you leave here today is that you have this information on the tip of your tongue. Amen. It's one thing to come week to week and get information and say, okay, I got something, I felt good, but then you leave and you forget 99% of it. And so it's week to week to week. And so what we want to try to do is review what we've learned. I imagine uh, a lot of you weren't here every week. Matter of fact, how many of y'all were here every week for the series? Raise your hand. 
Very good. How many of you were not here every week for the series? Okay, okay, let's try that one more time. If you were not here, if you were here every week for the series, raise your hand. Okay, everyone look around the room. Look around the room. Okay, now keep those hands up. And when I say if you were not here, I want you to put your hands down and the rest of the people put them so you're going to see the transition. If you were not here for the whole series, raise your hand. Okay? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Okay, like 70-30, okay? Let's come to church. Okay, let's go. Ready? Y'all ready? Okay, so here's, here's how this works. I'm going to ask you a question. And then I'm going to tell you the answer, and then I'm going to ask you the question again, and then you want to say it, okay? You want to say it. Everyone say words of affirmation. affirmation. There are five love languages. How many love languages? Five. Very good. Don't worry about making a mistake because no one's going to hear you. I will make mistakes, and when I make mistakes, you can laugh and do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I'm good. And we're just going to keep going, okay? And just say, what, say what's ever on your mind. What, one thing you have to learn about your brain is that your brain learns faster than you can learn. Now, some of y'all should be thinking, well, I learn with my brain, so how can my brain learn faster than my brain? What happens is you have a conscious thought where you say, I don't think I know that, but your brain is saying, I know it, just speak. And so just open your mouth and exhale and make a sound, and, and what will come out is the answer. So if you don't know the answer, just say, hey, hey, words of affirmation, it'll just come out like that. Okay, are you ready? Look to the person next to you and say, I'm ready. And, and guess what we're going to do right in the middle of it, or sometime, we are going to take communion. So you got your communion cups? Get your communion. You don't, you don't have your communion cups? If you, ha- if you do not have a communion cup, raise your hand so I can see how many people don't have it. Okay, just a few of y'all. Okay. okay, let's go. Okay, here we go. Uh, there are five love languages. How many love languages? Five. How many love languages? Five. One is words of affirmation. What's the first one? The next one is gifts. Say gifts. gifts. What's the first one? The second one is? The next one is? Say quality time. Say quality time. Say gifts. Say words of affirmation. First one is what? Next one is what? The next one is? next one is? <laughs> All week I've been waiting to do that. <laughs> This is acts of service. It, it just don't just just say it. it uh, <laughs> some of this stuff makes no sense, but it's I, you know just a little 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 something something. So all y'all gonna go home and do this in the car, okay? <laughs> say to your husband. <laughs> your husband will think that's something else, but you can say it's words acts of service. <laughs> the first one. The fr- how many love languages are there? Five. How many love languages? Five. The first one is what? The next one is. The next one is. The fourth one is, and the first, fourth one, this is easy, physical touch. Say physical touch. Say physical touch. Say it again. What's this? What's this? Very good. That's going to be different from pursuing. What is this? We're going to get that way in the, at the end. Okay, your love tank or your emotional tank is the reservoir from which your love flows. And when you love someone according to their love language, you fill up their love tank or their emotional tank, and the overflow is what you experience. And so the key is to understand that everybody has a different love language, which is their primary way of giving and receiving love. How many love languages are there? So every single one of you probably operate in all of these, but some of them more so than others. Some of you are loved primarily by what you say and what's said to you. 
Some of you love primarily by what's given to you and what you give. Some of you love primarily by the quality time you have with people. Some of you love primarily by doing things for people, thus you like when people do things for you. And some of you love uh, express love by physical touch. And sometimes that touch is, you know, it's, it's not a, a sexual thing. It's just a touch here, uh, you know, boom. And sometimes you meet people and they'll want to give you a hug or they'll, they'll talk to you and they'll put the hand on you and they're real touchy-feely. How many of y'all know people like that? <laughs> How many of you are not like that? And so if you're not like that, when, when those people come around you and they want to get real close <laughs> or they want to touch you, you get kind of creeped out by them, they're not necessarily creepy. I say necessarily because some people are creepy. Right? So people take the stuff to a, to a thing. But, but you have to understand that if that's their love language, they're just trying to express love to you. And, and that's just the way they are. And then you can very kindly say, uh, my, my, my love language is quality time. And we ain't qualifying right now. So why don't you back up a little bit. <laughs> How many love languages are there? Five. How many love languages are there? Five. First one is what? Five. The next one is what? Yeah. Pay attention. One of them is? Yeah. Ah, another one is what? Five. Another one is? Five. Another one is? I did that already. Good, very, very good. Your love tank is a reservoir from which what flows? From which what flows? From which what flows? Very good. So the people in your life, if their love tank is drained, if they have not been receiving the kind of love that blesses them, they're not going to have a lot of love to give. If you're married and your spouse's love tank is drained, it may be because you're not filling it. And so you need to know what, what love language they have so you can fill it. So if your spouse's love language is quality time, you're not giving quality time, her love, language, her love tank is going to, emotional tank is going to be drained, you're not going to get back what you need. And you could be giving what you are, what the love you want, but it's not what she wants or he wants. And therefore, their love tank is empty. Does that make sense? Say amen if it makes sense. Amen. Say amen if it doesn't make sense. Okay, so I'll say it again. <laughs> when I receive the love that blesses me, my love tank is and I feel, I feel uh, for another word, encouraged. And it's easier for me to love back. But when people are just taking and I'm not getting the love I need the way God designed me, I'm not going to have love to give. And so the people in your life, you want to love them according to their love language. True lovers, lo this is a very important definition. True lovers love according to the love language of the person receiving the love. True lovers love according to the love language of the person. What love? Say it again. Say it again. That means if I want to be a true lover biblically, I want to love people according to their love language, not mine. It doesn't mean I don't express mine. But it means when I come into a relationship, I got to know how do I love you best because love is self-sacrificial. I want to love you for your sake, not my sake. In our culture, and think about this. In our culture, people love for their sake. People in relationships for their sake. People get married and the marriage lasts as long as their needs are met. And when something doesn't happen that I don't like, I get mad and over time I do what I want and then I leave. Versus saying I'm committed to the relationship for your sake. When Jesus came and died on the cross, he didn't die for his sake. He was already in heaven. He had no need for forgiveness. He died for us. There's no greater love that a man can have than to die for someone else. Does that make sense? And so if you are going to be a lover, and I don't mean a lover like a Don Juan, you know, suave bola lover. I'm talking, about a, uh, I'm talking about when God says the greatest, uh, the greatest commandment is to love your God 
and then, with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. So the greatest thing I can do is love you, and the way I love you is to understand your love language and to love you according to what God says. Not for my benefit, but to help you obey God. This is backwards. This is backwards to the world. You have to understand because when you listen to the radio and listen to the TV and all this stuff, it's, it, a lot of it is going to be about me, 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 me. When in, in the kingdom of God, it's about you, 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 in the sense that I, Christ lived for us. He died for us, I should say. And we sacrifice for the benefit of other people that they may know God. Does that make sense? Say amen if it makes sense. Amen. Say amen if it makes no sense. Amen. Well, I'll get to it. I'll, get, I'll explain some more later if it doesn't make sense. Uh, how you love people is related to how you love God. 1 John 4.20 says that you cannot not love people who you can see and say you love God who you cannot see. You cannot say, I don't love you who I can see. But then say, I love God who I cannot see. So... This is First John four twenty. Let's say you cannot say you don't love say people who you can what who you can what who you can what everyone take a deep breath because I'm not hearing everybody who you can what there you go that's the power that's in this room let's all say it. everyone say see you cannot say I'm not gonna love what people say people who you can and then say you love who you cannot. You can't do that. Oh, I love you. I love you, God. I can't stand her. You can't say that. <laughs> How many of y'all hear that every day? <laughs> well, let me say it. Anytime you say, I can't stand him, I can't stand her. Oh, she thinks she all that. La, 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 la. Oh, praise the Lord. God's like, I'm confused. <laughs> you, you can't, you, don't say that. If you find yourself saying that, you have to stop, step back and say, okay, I got to get my heart right. Because I'm saying I love, I love a God I can't see, but yet I see this person and I'm saying I don't love them. If I love God, I love them because God loves them and his love is in my heart. So something happened in the translation. God loves them. All, so much he died. And then you might say, well, you don't, know what they, you don't know them. God says, no, I know them better than you. You ever hear someone say, well, me and God are cool because God knows my heart? That's the problem. He knows your heart. The Bible says that we don't even know our heart. The Bible says your heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Your heart even deceives you. Let's take a poll. How many of you realize that your heart even deceives you? Okay, keep your hand up and put your hand down if you don't agree with my next statement. How many of you agree that you are more selfish, prideful than you think? Touchdown. <laughs> Very good. So if that's the case, if that's the case, Lord, I need help. I need help. And so the Bible says you cannot say you don't love people who you see and yet at the same time say you love God who you can't see. That's what the Bible says. How many love languages are there? How many love languages are there? You have an emotional or love tank that from which what flows? From which what flows? A true lover loves people according. A true lover loves people according to the love language of the person who is what the love. Say it again. Say it again. That means you have to walk around going, "How can I love you? How can I love you?" Hebrews ten twenty four says, "Let us consider how we may spur each other on to love and good works." I need to think about how do I love you, 
not just give what I want. What is best for you right now? Holy Spirit, speak to me. That's a lover. God's a lover, a biblical lover. How can I encourage you right now? Amen? Amen. Five love languages. How many love languages? Five. How many love languages? Five. The first one is what? First one is what? This is where you can affirm the faithfulness, and there's a bunch of words you can use, of who somebody is, is, who somebody what? What they have done and what they have promised. Say promised. Very good. Which you can affirm who somebody what? Who somebody what? What they have and what they have in other words, there are people in your life that you can say, thank you for who you are. You can affirm them, thank them, honor them, encourage them, bless them with words. It's very easy to do that. Look at the person next to you and say, thank you for being you. Look at the person next to you and say, oh, people are kissing up in here. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, look at the person next to you, maybe a different person, and say, thank you for who you are, even though I don't know you. <laughs> people come to me and thank me all the time. They say, I've never met you. I go to the church or I go to another church. Like I was in a, 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 a hamburger place yesterday, and this lady came, and she, and she says, are you Miles Pearson? I said, no. If you ever see me and ask me that, I'm always going to tell you no, and I'm going to try to trick you and say no. I, I get that all the time, but who is that guy? I, I don't know who that guy is. I do it all the time. People go, no, you're lying, you're lying. <laughs> and I, so she's talking to me, and I said, do you go to the church? She says, no. Now, it, didn't, it wasn't offensive to me, but my point is that she doesn't know me. She's never met me, and, but yet she was able to encourage me. You can encourage people you don't know. You can do that. And you can encourage people you just meet for the first time. Just say just use your words. Thank you very much. Thank you for being courteous. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being what you did. Thank you for what you have promised. Same thing to God. You can affirm God, praise God, honor God, exalt God, worship God for who he is. Say who he is. Who he what? What he is and what he has promised. Say promised. Every single day, God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you promised. You should tell God that every day. You should affirm God verbally for who he is, who he, who he, everybody who he, what he has, and what he has. Very good. How many love languages? First one is? First one is? Second one is? Next one is? Come on now. Come on, say it three times. The next one is? And the fourth one is? Hey, okay, very good, very good. Uh, say gifts, say gifts. Yeah. Say gifts. Yeah. Uh, sacrificial giving communicates appreciation, thoughtfulness. Uh, when you give God, you need to give God your first. Say it again. First. Say it again. First. And your best. Say best. Yeah. Say it again. First. Say it again. Yeah. Say it again. First. Say it again. Yeah. Okay, pay attention. We love God by giving him gifts, but God says, I deserve, because I am God, nothing but your best. I don't want seconds. I am not going to bless your seconds, but I will bless your first. 
So when you give God, you want to give God first. If you tithe, you want to give God of your first fruits. When you give God, and this is just how this concept can, can uh, carry through to the rest of your day. Give God the first of your day. Establish the course of your day by surrendering to God. When you get up in the morning, your day can go that way or it can go that way. Can I get amen? amen. You know how some days you go, your day goes that way and it takes all day to get it back here? And then some days can just go straight from the beginning. What can increase the chances of your day going straight from the beginning? In the very beginning of the day saying, God, I consecrate today to you. Before you open your eyes in the morning, God, I give my day to you. I give the first words out of my mouth to that person to you. I give the first words out of my mouth for the day to you. Before you wake up, before you open your eyes, thank you, God, for life and breath today. Just get in the habit every day saying that to God. Amen? God deserves your what? And he deserves your what? Very good. How many love languages? How many love languages? First one is? Next one is? The next one is? The fifth one is? Ah, the fifth one is what? And then another one is? Ah, a very good. I'm sorry, I confused you there. Say it again. Say it again. Say it three times. And the next one is what? Very good. Say it again. Okay, the third one is? Quality time is two uns. Say two uns. How many uns? How many uns? Undivided, uninterrupted time. Undivided, uninterrupted time. My encouragement to you is to get a, say time. Say time. Say time. Say it again. Watch this. Take a deep breath in. Say it. Say it again. Say it again. Say it like you mean it. A time and a place you're going to fulfill your two uns. Undivided, uninterrupted time. Quality time with a person is giving them undivided, uninterrupted time. I'm going to give you all my attention right now. No email, no TV, no phone. Often my wife's love language is quality time. And often she will say to me, you're here but you're not here. Ladies, how many of y'all experience that? Say hey. You know what I'm saying? He, he's there, but he's not here. He's like, hey, well, yeah, whatever. Oh, did you say something? Da, 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 da. And he's watching the game. My wife says, my wife's love language is quality time, so therefore her love tank is filled, and the love tank is the reservoir from which what flows? It's got to be filled up. Her love tank is filled when I give her quality time, when I fulfill my two uns. Undivided, uninterrupted time. Amen? I can do the same thing with God. I can give my undivided, Uninterrupted time. So I got I to get a what? A what? A what? And a place. Say place. Where I can spend time with God. We got the three R's. Say read. Say read. When I spend my quality time with God, I should. Say it again. Say reflect. Say respond. Three R words. Say read. Say reflect. Say respond. So when I have my, my appointment with God. Say it again. Time. I'm going to get God, my, uh, at this time of the day, at this place, I'm going to spend my uninterrupted time with God. Reading. Say read. read. Say this one first. Read. Take a deep breath in. Read. Say it. Read. Say it. Read. Very good. Every day, Lord, since this is quality time, let me slow down. I want to read. I want to reflect on your word, and then I want to develop a response. How is this going to change my life? 
every day. Don't start, well, you start your day like this, you can miss stuff. Start your day like this. I'm a hyper guy. I have ADHD. I got ADD, ADHD, ESPN, <laughs> VCR. I got, oh. But I have to start my day with two uns. Or this will destroy my day. For reals. So I got to go, okay, God. I'm, I got my spot, my place, and time. How many love languages? Let's say it together, but let's whisper. How many love languages? Whisper. Let's say it together. How many love languages? Yeah. Oh, did that feel good? Ah. Felt like you just watched everybody. Ah. Say it again. This is in the spirit of quality time. How many love languages? The first one is? The next one is? The next one is? The next one is? Do it with me. Do it with me. When you go to Starbucks, say. <laughs> the fourth one is? Physical touch. Okay, now everybody shout it. Say words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yes. I forgot. <laughs> okay, two more, two more. Say acts of service. Say acts of service. Uh, we must view, say view, view. Others, others better than ourselves. Ourself. Acts of service is when you provide a service to somebody else. You must what? View others, say it again. View you are giving someone a service because you view them better than yourself. Doesn't mean they're better than you as far as they're smarter than you, whatever. You're saying, Lord, I am humbling myself to serve. Same thing when you when you when you serve God. God, I'm humbling myself. You don't serve people because they deserve it. And you don't withhold service because they don't deserve it, because then you will become the judge of what they deserve. You serve because God has told you to. We didn't deserve Jesus to die for our sin. So we follow his example. Lord, I'm going to serve whoever you want me to in however form you want me to. How many love languages? First one is? Next one is? The next one is? The next one is? The next one is? Look at that. I don't even need to act up here for y'all. Everyone sit up straight. Everyone sit up straight. Take a deep breath in. Say, Jesus. How many love languages? The last one is what? Physical touch is the presence. We're going to talk about God. The Presence of God. Say presence. presence. Say it again. Presence. The presence of God. And we should, now this is, remember this is acts of service. This is pursue. This is pursue. We should pursue. Say pursue. pursue. We should pursue the presence of God. We should what the presence of God? Pursue. We should what the presence of God? Pursue. Very good. Take out your communion cups real quick and then we're going to review the whole thing.
We're going to take communion, and then we're going to review the whole thing. If you don't have a cup, just raise your hand. When Jesus died on the cross, he gave his life for us, not because we deserved it, but it was an expression of love we needed. He did it that we would have an opportunity to be forgiven. When you love other people, you are following his example. And he said, when he took the bread, he said, do this in remembrance of me. He took the bread and he broke it. And he said, take this and eat and then do this in remembrance of me. In other words, when you think of your relationship with me, you are surrendering your life on behalf of other people for the sake of the gospel. And so when you serve God, you are saying, Lord, I'm going to do whatever you want. I'm going to love my neighbor for the benefit of the gospel, them, not necessarily what I get from it. Now, by the way, you are always blessed when you serve God. Can I get amen? Amen. But a true lover says, I'm going to follow your example and lay my life down for my brothers and sisters. And so when you are loving people according to their love language and being sensitive to what their needs are, being sensitive to where they're at, you are saying, Lord, I'm not looking at my own interests. I'm looking at the interests of my brother. It's very simple and very basic but so powerful because with a very subtle change, if you say, well, I'm just looking out for myself, that is not biblical love. Biblical love says I'm going to look out. I'm going to lay myself down. I'm going to consider you better than myself. I'm going to put you as a priority. That's opposite of what you will get in your head all day long. It's you have a right to this. You have a right to this versus saying, you know what, I'm just a servant. So when we take communion, we're acknowledging that Jesus Christ died for our sin and rose from the dead and that he laid his life down for us. Lord, we thank you so much for dying on the cross for us. And as we prepare for communion, I pray for anyone here who has never asked Jesus Christ to be their Savior, And if you would like to do that now, just pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, please forgive me of my sin. I accept Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. I surrender my life to him. I acknowledge myself as a sinner in need of forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name. As the eyes are closed and the heads are bowed, if you prayed that prayer just now, just slip your hand up really high. We could see for you and pray, see you and pray for you. Just slip your hand up really high. God bless you. God bless you. Really, really high. God bless you. God bless you. Very good. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lord, thank you for all those people. I pray as we take communion now, on all the campuses, we take communion. I pray that you bless the next few minutes all together. In Jesus' name, amen. You may take the bread. Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant. When Jesus died on the cross, he shed his blood for our sin. And we take the cup, we are acknowledging that his sinless blood was washed for our sin. And washed our sin away. And his sinless blood was shed for our sin. The Bible says there's no forgiveness of sin or remission of sin without bloodshed. Jesus shed his sinless blood. 
So when we take this, we're acknowledging that Jesus' blood is sinless and it washes away our sin. So when we ask him to forgive us, we are indeed forgiven forever. Lord, we thank you for dying for us. We thank you for your forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's, let's finish our review. Everyone sit up straight, put your cups away. Look to the person next to you, say, I'm ready. Look to the person next to you, say, I'm ready. Look to the person next to you, say, give you a high five. Give him a high five next to you. How many love languages are there? How many love languages are there? First one is what? One of them is what? Another one is what? Another one is what? Another one is what? Your love tank is a reservoir from which what flows? From which what flows? You cannot say you don't love. Ah, you cannot say you don't love who you can. And then say you love who you cannot. Who you cannot. Very good. A true lover loves people according to the love language of the person. Say it again. Say it again. Words of affirmation, uh, words of affirmation are using words to encourage people to, to uh, affirm the faithfulness of who people, say it again, what they have, what they have, and what they have, same thing, you can affirm who God, what he has, and what he has, what he has. When you give gifts to God, uh, by the way, one of the love languages is what? One of the love languages is what? When you give gifts to God, you should give God your... Give God your, take a deep breath in. You should give God your, and your, and your. Another one is, say, quality time is two, two, uninterrupted and undivided attention. Uninterrupted, undivided what? Undivided what? Undivided what? When you have quality time with God, you need to decide on a, and a, we could do three things. They all start with the word R, the letter R. We should Three. say it again. Three. Relax. Uh, th- that, that was good. You just knew it. Right? I, I could have done that. You would have said response. <laughs> Quality time with God. You need to decide on a what? Five. And a Six. where you. Three. See, you got, you got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Understand this. You learn more when you say than when you listen. You learn more when you do than when you watch. Okay? So you have to understand by you saying it, your brain is learning it even quicker than you think. Your brain got it. It has it. You, don't, you may not constantly know that. How many love languages? How many love languages? Tell me what they are. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not bad. Tell me what they are. Say it backwards. Acts of service. Everyone say acts of service. Acts of service. service. Where you need to what? View. Say it again. Ah, look at the person next to you and say, I need, you are better than me. Now, 
This does not mean that they're a better person, they're less, they have less sin in their life, they're more intelligent, or they're more valuable. You're just saying, you know what, I, wanna, I just want to view you better than I don't want to view myself better than you. That's what that means. I want to serve you. I want to I be sensitive to your needs. Amen? Amen? Amen. Very good. Acts of service. Uh, acts of service. Physical touch. Say physical touch. Say physical touch. Say presence of God. Last word. You need to do what to the presence of God? Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Let's all bow our heads and pray. And after I pray, I'm going to have the campuses break off and take your offerings there. Lord, thank you for all our campuses. Thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you so much for our church. And Lord, I pray in our church, I pray that we would love. I pray we would love according to the needs of the people we're loving. I pray, Lord, that we would be sensitive to the needs of other people. And I pray that after the services and all the campuses, that people who need prayer and encouragement would come to the altar to be prayed for. As in every campus, there will be pastoral support team people at the front of the altar. And I pray as a church we would look out for one another in our church and outside of our church. Lord, may we be known for our love. May we be known for our care for one another and sensitivity to one another. And may we not forget this information, but may we apply it to our life, to the people closest to us. We practice it every day with the people closest to us. And then with people we don't even know. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.